the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. And your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Again, thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Uh, big webinar tonight, uh, 7 o'clock. You can hear it here on KD. Oh, no, you can't hear it here. Um, you can find it if you go to robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com, and you can sign up that way for the big webinar this evening. One of the things I like doing is talking investing, talking stock markets, and what we're seeing on a day-by-day kind of regular basis. Participants in the stock market, uh, you, me, investors, are kind of waiting right now um, on some key happenings, namely the FOMC meeting, and will they raise interest rates or not? It's presumed that they will. Um, will the GOP get a tax cut? bill approved before Christmas. We don't know. Like we're thinking maybe the FOMC decision, the Fed Open Market Committee doesn't have oh, have any intrigue to me. I'm assuming I'm expecting that they're going to raise the target range for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points to 1. Point, from up to 1.25 to 1.50. Um where the intrigue lies, where the mystery, mystere, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to mystere, is what do they say about the future and the interest rates that they expect in the in 2018? Because they may give us a hint. Fed Chair Janet Yellen, I don't expect her to give the finger to the crowd on her way out as she's leaving, going to be stepping down from the uh, head of the Federal Reserve and be replaced. So we don't expect anything bitter. We don't expect anything ugly. If we got it, I'd be thrilled because it just doesn't happen that way. The tax bill continues. What will it look like? gets a little bit more intriguing with news that Democrat Doug Jones defeated Republican Roy Moore in Alabama's tight Senate race. Moore has yet to concede defeat. Yet President Trump has already congratulated Jones on the victory, and political experts have said a vote recount is very unlikely. (laughs) 
the New York Post had the funniest comment. Uh, I'll I'll leave it at that. It's a headline that basically says, screw you and the horse you rode it on. Because when uh, Roy Moore went to vote, he rode a horse to the the balloting box. (laughs) I just find that, for some reason, that's humorous to me. Some new compromise proposals for tax reform, lowering the corporate tax rate to 21% instead of 20%, have been floated in the press. Yet it's all a parlor game right now, as conference committee members are trying to find a way to appease all GOP members in the Senate to secure any bill's passage with a simple majority. One can't take for granted that any proposal has been cemented um, as tax reform order until the final bill arrives on the president's desk. The Senate can only afford two no votes from GOP members, but with Jones' victory, that margin will be reduced to one no vote in 2018. There's a belief today, then, that Jones' win will spur an even more urgent push by the GOP to get a tax bill compromise worked out before Christmas. If a tax deal doesn't get done before then, and the work spills over to 2018, the possibility increases the tax deal doesn't get done. Dun, dun, dun! And Wall Street would not be happy. The stock market isn't living in fear, though. Market has been basically moving up. Although I, I, I kind of want to say, I want to say that it's kind of, it feels tired right now for 2017. It feels like we've had a great year and asking for more out of the market is asking for too much, in my opinion. Um, it's an ominous sign for Republicans losing in Alabama. A very, very Republican part of the world. And that kind of tells you that uh, the midterm elections next year, that Trump's done a lot of damage to the Republican Party as far as his very low uh, popularity vote. So markets are higher right now. Nothing great, but it's higher. Uh, What else do we need to talk about? CPI, the Consumer Price Index, uh, not too much of a worry. It increased four-tenths of a percent as expected, while core CPI, which excludes food and energy, increased a smaller than expected one-tenth of one percent. <coughs> so inflation is not a big, scary thing to us right now. Energy increased almost four percent, and it, it accounts for about three-fourths of the total increase in CPI. So when you take a look at some of the areas inside the CPI, uh, consumer price inflation, and again, it's important because like, if if we were to say that you're going to get a 4% raise this year and inflation was going to be 2%, you'd say, hey, we're living better. But if you're getting not much of a raise and inflation's going up 2%, you're like, oh, we're falling behind. Things are costing more. I can't afford what I used to be able to afford is the idea. So inflation, that's kind of the boogeyman. In my opinion. So, no corporate news of note having undue influence on the market today, which continues to be guided by an absence of sellers. So, people just aren't selling. It's like, same thing with the houses, right? In California, maybe the housing market would be healthier if people were selling, but people are holding on to their homes. Ten people want a home, and there's only one home for sale, not four. So, ten people are bidding on one home. So there's a lack of sellers. There's a lack of inflation. Some good things are happening on on Wall Street. 
Is it healthy? I don't think so. I don't think the real estate market's healthy. Even if it goes up and I own a home, woo! I don't think it's healthy. The opening gains in the market, uh, very, very modest. They've been rooted in the big ideas that have got to the stock market at this point. The persistence of low interest rates, the persistence of low inflation, solid earnings growth, and tax reform optimism. So those are our stories of the market today. As the market turns, tune in tomorrow for another episode. Um, Apple's in the news. Disney's in the news. The Disney deal has seen value in Fox assets at about $60 billion. If Disney goes after Fox, if they get it, Netflix is going to have a competitor. Apple, at some point in time, has to get into the subscription model on video. Has to. So Netflix will have a competitor. Um, when Disney picks up Fox, they would pick up another, something like a third or a quarter of Hulu, and they would own about 60% of it. And Hulu won uh, a TV award for Handmaid's Tale. So they're getting better at producing original content, and Disney has original content, and Fox has original content. It'd be interesting, to say the least, to see what a competitor of Netflix would look like. Apple still trading at an attractive valuation discount versus the market. Apple shares are up 48% to date. Um, one analyst, analyst says, we continue to see positive tailwinds for Apple's fundamental growth drivers. So the Apple iPhone 10, which I have, it's a pretty good phone. It's, it's a market improvement. Losing the home button is awesome. Going wireless with the headphones is awesome. Um, Super upgrade cycle is out there. Tax reform benefit is there for Apple, and it would help them enormously. You have a sticky user base, which continues uh, pushing their services. You have an enterprise push. You have an attractive valuation. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money invested, and more. Apple's going to 200. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget a webinar tonight. You can sign up for free at robblackshow.com. Somewhere below the Grand Hotel, there is a tunnel that leads down to hell. Take the dumb waiter, the laundry chute, and sneak through the hall past the boy's shining boots. The left at the courtyard, through the old garden, where all the bellhops smoke with the guards. And then you run to the old lake house, down to the old lake house, run to the old lake house where it begins. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Sprung up in hell, that's where old devils danced and kissed and made their blood packs in the ancient mist. And running through forests, they screamed in chorus while piercing fair maidens, chests with their horns, and then they lay in the grass till the dawn came. Slipping away till the dawn came. Lay in the grass where now stands the grand. The reviews for Star Wars The Last Jedi are strikingly good. Big business for Last Jedi is expected. 
this year's biggest domestic film, and they're owned by Disney. I own shares of Disney, and it makes sense. How much will they pull in this weekend? They need to pull in a lot to impress investors. We compare Disney to Disney. Rogue One last year was a reboot. Well, no, no, it was kind of a standalone film that talked about how the Rebels stole the Death Star plans. So The Force Awakens is out this week. $231 million is the expectations from analysts. Will it unseat the top performer of the year? Will it? Disney's live Beauty and the Beast, which was released in March. Coco is also out, which I hear very good things about. If you've seen Coco, drop me an email. Let me know. Rob at robblackshow.com. I hear very good things about it. But this year, pretty good year for uh, Disney. As far as what is expected. The Force Awakens, the last film, $248 million. So they're, they're expecting a little bit less from this one even though the reviews are amazing. The last one was kind of cheesy, The Force Awakens. Um, the Last Jedi supposedly is just phenomenal. At Disney size, opening weekend is unlikely to move the stock much. Uh, but again, Beauty and the Beast, $175 million on the first weekend. Rogue One, $155 million the first weekend. Force Awakens, $248 million in the first weekend. They're a factory. That's why you want to own a company like Disney. And again, it's blue chip. We've talked about blue chips today. Home Depot, blue chip. Lowe's, blue chip. They dominate the home fix-up industry. We talked about Nike, blue chip. They dominate the shoe athletic business. Disney dominates theme parks, movies. Not so much with... uh <clears throat> television at this point in time, but that's why they're picking up the assets of Fox because they know the world's not going to stay on cable television. That's where they made a ton of money. So they want to come up with a standalone ESPN streaming product and they want to come up with another streaming media product, maybe a superheroes channel with all their Marvel characters. Maybe it'll be an action channel or maybe it'll be a kid's channel. All of them will cost nine bucks, ten bucks. And they'll be thrilled. Because Disney doesn't have to pay Mark Hamill ever again. But for years and years and years to come, I showed my kids all the Star Wars films. I bought them on Apple iTunes. I own Apple, so I buy almost all my movies on iTunes. I'm not crazy. I I, 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 I shop where, where I own. So someone, you know, they're like, why don't you have Spotify? I'm like, because I own Apple. Mr. Dumas. So Disney paid some $4 billion for Lucasfilms. And Han Solo spinoff <clears throat> is coming next Christmas. And then there's going to be the final episode nine the following Christmas. And then they're going to come up with three more original Star Wars movies. They're going to do another trilogy. We don't know of what. I'm guessing it's going to be what happened to Obi-Wan Kenobi before, after he left, uh, you know, Darth Vader for dead, essentially. 
didn't see him for years and years and years and years. And then he shows up on Luke's planet as his uncle. Once the popcorn cools, we're going to start focusing that 21st century again with Disney. It's worthy of note. Keep in mind, I've started to hate R2-D2 because I used to love R2-D2. And essentially, if you give me long enough, I turn on myself. R2-D2 took a job away from another rebel pilot. I don't like that. I don't like the robots. I don't like the robots. They're taking our jobs. Have you been in Shake Shack yet? People swear by this. There's long lines that explain why some of the analysts on Wall Street say it's got growth in it. Now, me personally, I'm not a Shake Shack kind of guy. I'm not a Shake Shack kind of investor. In-N-Out Burger has this mythical glow to it. You can't buy it. It's not publicly traded. Shake Shack to me, eh, yeah, we've learned how to make better burgers for sure. For sure. Now, Shake Shack, how are they going to become bigger? Are they going to sell burgers at another dollar? Are they going to come up with a bacon burger? Are they going to come up with what? Right now, there's room for another 450 stores, it's believed. So we can factor in some growth. Um, There's some value in the stock. To me, I don't like it because... I don't see what they're going to do to make a new burger. I don't I don't get it. So that's a little bit of an issue for me. Big webinar tonight. You can sign up at robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com, 7 o'clock. It's going to be income and retirement. CFP Chad Burton's going to run it. I'll be there. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. <clears throat> Money invested in more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Can I get a time check real quick? Okay, okay. My clock's a little wrong here, so I'm trying to figure this out. Got it. <clears throat> so there's caution right now on Wall Street. Um, that's worthy of note. So we got Janet Yellen talking later this morning, talking Fed stuff. Apple's up, even though they said they're going to give $400 million to Finisar to, to help with their their lasers. Qualcomm's up. Uh, Disney is in the news as they're looking at Fox. T-Mobile is going to launch a new television service in 2018. It's going to call it Layer 3 TV. The move comes a month after T-Mobile and Rivals Sprint ended merger talks. Layer 3 TV integrates television, online video, and social media. It's available on their mobile devices. 275 high-definition channels. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Money invested in more. Thanks for listening to the show. I think we have a caller. I don't know. I forgot his name. Kevin and Hayward. Kevin, how are you? Uh, fine, thanks. How are you? I'm well. Okay. All right. Thanks for taking my call. I was just wondering, uh, what would your thoughts be on someone who's thinking about moving to Mexico because of the, you know, prices out here being too high and getting, you know, more for your money in in a country like that. I think that's exactly what you should do. I think a lot of Americans are, they should look at their budgets and figure out where they could afford to live. Uh, Thanks for the call. Um, We've got a terrible connection, so I had to cut that a little early. I I think as you look around, you're going to quickly notice that things have gotten crazy expensive. And, you know, you're aware of that. It's not a a shocker. I think the number one thing you should do is be honest with yourself first and figure out, you know, what's this going to look like before you, you know, do it later in life um, where you're like, oh, I'd never saved any money. Most people don't save in their 20s. And then they turn 30 and they get a wife and a kid. And they're like overwhelmed by how much life costs. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap, you know. If you want to live somewhere desirable, like the Bay Area, it's getting crowded, and it's not cheap. I want to leave the Bay Area at some point in my life because it's too crowded. It's too dense. I think it's crap. I think I, I think it's awful. It's too dense. Now, there's parts that aren't. Orinda, Lafayette. But, man, it's, it's, it's turned into L.A., and... Northern California hates L.A., right? Sometimes things go your way, and sometimes they don't. And it's just turned, you know, you didn't save enough for retirement. So I think you should think about what am I going to do in retirement? Where am I going to live? The cheapest cost of living, I think, on the planet is Tonga. And I think that would be awesome to live in Tonga. Now, wait, wait, what do you mean by that, Rob? Uh, in retirement, I want you to have good health care. I want you to have a lifestyle that you're comfortable with. You deserve it. You're about to die. You've worked your whole life. I've worked since I was 14 years old. I want nothing more right now than to stop working. Otherwise, I'm going to work till the day I die. I pulled up to my gym recently. And I, I was on the phone. I looked over. And I see a guy taking a nap in his car. He's tired. You work a lot here. It, it's stressful. I was on the phone for 10 minutes, walk around in the parking lot, come back to get my gym bag. He's still sleeping. So I take a closer look. He's dead. You don't want to be that guy. Go to Mexico, dude. Now, before you go to Mexico, find out how much money you have. Find out how much it's going to cost to live. Visit Mexico. How long will your portfolio of what you did save provide for you? How can cash distributions from your portfolio impact what you have? You don't want to run out of money in Mexico. You don't want to run out of money anywhere. 
So maybe instead of going to Mexico for retirement, maybe what you do is you work longer. Maybe you go to Arkansas and become a greeter at Walmart or something. You know, you're still going to have financial objectives, even if you're in Mexico. Mexico doesn't solve everything. Nor does Costa Rica, nor does Panama. Very popular uh, retirement destinations for Americans. What are important trade-offs that you may need to make? How long will your portfolio provide for you is a big question. You sounded like, I'm going to guess, you sound like you're 55 years old. Your life expectancy right now is 82. If you're 90, your life expectancy is 95. You didn't sound like you're 90. If you're 65, your life expectancy is 84. So it's climbing. So as you anticipate your time horizon of how much can you long can you work, you got to start thinking how much have I saved. I wish it were so easy as to say, here's your answer. You want to have some purchasing power as you draw down your assets. You want to maintain the value of your portfolio as long as you can. That's why I say maybe you stay in, in the States and, and keep a job. I'm not saying you can't get a job in Mexico. I like an artist named Shag, Josh Agle. And uh, I bought some of his, his original work. And then he kind of hosed me. He, he stayed alive. For an artist to see their value increase, they have to die. Otherwise, they keep making more and more and more and more art. And then there's only so many people that like that style. So, you know, I saw on eBay, there's people that copy his style and sell shag-like paintings. Maybe that's what you do in retirement. I don't know. There's so many, there's so much more than should I just move to Mexico? What's your health like? How much is it going to cost to visit? Can you, you know, can you, do you have enough in your assets to last till you die? Do you know that inflation will happen? In this part of Mexico you're going, are, are Americans popular? Anytime I go to another foreign country, I go out and buy a Canadian flag and put it on my backpack or somewhere on my body. And I, I suddenly talk like this. Oh, I'm out in a boot in Paris. And take off, you hoser. Because Americans aren't terribly well liked around the world, especially with the current administration. So you got to figure out, is, are the locals going to be friendly to you? So I know you're saying that's the most awesome impression I've ever heard of anyone, of any Canadian. Take off, you hosers. So brush up on what you have and what you're going to need and brush up on what the budget's going to be. Because really what you have right now is the ability to make a decision. And I like that. And when you make that jump to retirement, when you make that jump to um, quit, it's a, it's a, it's a one-way ticket more often than not. You're not coming back. When I quit TV, I'm not going to be, ever be on TV again. When I quit radio, I'm never going to be on radio again. Like, I know that like my opportunities start become like, I, I just, I started a company 20 plus years ago. Maybe I'll start one more company, but it takes so much out of me. In my retirement, and this is like some of the questions you need to ask yourself, do you want to spend every cent or do you want to leave some for your kids? I've got a couple kids, and my thought is that I think this world gets tougher. I think robots take a lot of jobs. 
And I want my kids to work, absolutely. I want my kids to go to college, absolutely. So I've, I've set aside money for college. I've set aside the idea that they should work. They shouldn't be given everything that they get. Uh, hand it to them. But at the same time, I'm also going to set aside some money, and I'm not going to tell them about it. Please don't tell them my secret. But I've set aside some money so that when a worst-case scenario hits, that they don't go out and like make bad decisions. One night, not that long ago, a guy broke into my car and took a, a package. Turns out the police knock on my door at 4 in the morning, and they're like, hey, uh, there's a package with your name on it in this guy's car, and we're pretty sure he's been, you know, we, he looked kind of fishy. We followed him in a safe way, and uh, I'm like, okay, got it, got it, yeah. Yeah, that's my package. So, yeah, in my car window, you know, it wasn't broken, but it was, you know, I left my car unlocked. They just opened the door. So with that said, they're like, can you come identify the package? I'm like, sure. Thank you, officers, friendly, for waking me up at 4 in the morning. So I, I drive up to Safeway because that's where they they found a lot of loot in this guy's car, and it actually turned out to be four people. But the, the, the driver, the the ringleader, so to speak, was missing a leg, and I th- I thought that was the coolest thing ever. So he's like, "Do you want to press charges?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to press charges. You don't take stuff from people." I feel bad about it. Like, there's the haves and have-nots. I never want my kids to be the have-nots. And this guy's a have-not. Maybe his parents didn't love him. Maybe they didn't send him to college. Maybe at an early age, he got into a gateway drug or something. Something went wrong. I don't know. But he's going to end up badly because he hasn't saved. And I don't want my kids to end up badly because they don't get enough opportunities. So I live less less of a lifestyle that I should because I don't want to run out of money. I want to increase my wealth. I don't want to spend every cent. I look at my living expenses. I look at my debt. I look at my taxes. I look at my insurance and healthcare costs, my travel. A uh, big important issue for me is I do want to travel when I retire, and I do want hobbies. I want some luxuries, a luxury of putting two $5 bills, one in left hand, one in the right hand, and asking a grandchild, pick a hand. And he's going to look at me like I'm the coolest person ever because grandparents can be the coolest people ever. You should start figuring out your social security before you move to Mexico. If you have a pension, if you have a salary, if you have any real estate you need to start winding down. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW. The reason why I'm still awake, he says, I've got you written in a black book.
online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, invested in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I lived a very conservative life, financially speaking. I want to tell you about my private life. I lived a very conservative life, privately speaking. Um... On the money side, very, very conservative. I wanted to get to a million dollars before I was 35 years old so that I didn't have to work till the day I died. I saw my dad do that, and that wasn't cool. Some things on money that will haunt you. It's pretty interesting to think about. Money decisions that haunt you. I know you're saying, Rob, is this your Halloween special? Welcome to the Rob Black Halloween special. What will scare me is having money on the sidelines. Too much money in cash will haunt you. A lot of people fear losing money. The true concern should be not getting your money active, whether it be in real estate, stocks, or bonds. Keep an emergency fund for sure of cash that underperforms. But over the long term, a well-balanced portfolio will come out with a net gain. It has for the last 110 years. Something else that will haunt you. Not having a rainy day fund. Not having an emergency fund. So many things go wrong in life. And expensive emergencies like a car breaking down or a medical emergency can happen whether you're ready or not. So you want three to six months of cash. If you tend to work in an industry that takes you six months to build up some cash flow and some business, have a six-month emergency fund. If you tend to work in a, as a lawyer and you can power a paycheck in whenever you want it, three months is fine. But one of my friends is an attorney, and uh, in San Francisco, he takes a scooter to work, and sure enough, he got hit out of work. His back is messed up. He used to do, you know, 50 billable hours a month, a week, and he went down to 10, and it hurt. Another thing that can hurt you, financially speaking, and haunt you, is waiting to pay off debt. I was with a friend recently, and it got slipped in. Uh, I've got $2,500 credit card debt. I'm like, what? Not you. But sure enough, sometimes when you move, movers cost money. Rent costs money. Down payment on a a new room costs money. After investments in emergency savings, you may feel your paycheck is dwindling. From student loans to mortgage payments, debt is pesky. A team of researchers writing in the Harvard Business Review this year suggests you pay off the largest debts with the highest interest rates first. And then you'll get... God, I want to use a dirty word. Ladies like Susie Orman, who are like... 
You should do what makes you feel best. Pay off the pay off the Spanish credit card debt. Because you accomplished a goal. Now, now I'm with Harvard. If you've got a 25% credit card and a 5% mortgage, or a 2% diamond ring loan, pay off the 25% credit card debt first. Another financial decision that'll haunt you in the Rob Black Scary Halloween special. <laughs> Not asking for a pay raise. On occasion, you, you should go to your boss and say, can we get a review of my, my finances and can we get a review of where we are? Bankrate found that 48% of working Americans got a salary bump over the past year. 48%. And those who didn't, most likely didn't ask for a raise. Chickening out of a salary negotiation, especially at the beginning of your career, could cost you a million dollars in your lifetime. By understanding your worth and the value you provide at work, you can earn more every year and maybe even retire early. And the final thing that I find scary and will cost you enormously is spending too much money. You know, I started the segment by saying financially I'm pretty conservative. Um, I drive a $35,000 truck. I don't drive a $60,000 truck. I want a Tesla, or I wanted a Tesla. When they first came out, they were kind of cool. But then you kind of learn everyone who drives them wears white pants all year round. And they're kind of like, no. Overspending is a problem many people fall victim to, but you shouldn't spend all the money you make. Spending right at your means, even if you don't go over and spend more than you earn, is like trying to take a race car up to 200 miles an hour with a warped wheel. If anything goes wrong, you hit a bump, bam, you swerve. You're done. You're finished. You're finito. You got to leave some room in your budget. You gotta leave some room in your budget to save. You gotta leave some room in your budget to earn more in the future. When I get raises, I don't necessarily go, you know what? Now I deserve a $50,000 truck. Not me. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Big webinar tonight. Sign up at robblackshow.com. It's seven o'clock tonight. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.